Hello, good people, and welcome to another episode of the God Pass Podcast. My name is Bolello, and I'm your host. And if this is the first time you're listening in, thank you for joining my little corner on the internet. And I hope that you find this to be worth your while. And for those of you who are returning, thank you for joining in once again and for allowing me into your space. Um, depending on what time you're listening in, good morning and good afternoon and good evening to you and yours. And as it goes, like any other week, we're going to engage with each other and have a conversation. And I'm particularly nervous about today's episode because um, we're nearing to the end of the season. And um, this was supposed to be the last episode of season one, but I've decided to extend it to one more episode. But I am still quite nervous, especially because um, of um, what we'll be talking about today. It's something that I've shared on um, a different platform, and I just wanted to revisit it because I thought that it was necessary to do so. And so what we'll be talking about and the question that I'll be posing to you and to myself is, are we willing vessels? And if you're not familiar with the term vessel, think of a container. So if you look it up in the dictionary, you'll find that a vessel is described as a hollow container. And if we know anything about containers and their primary function or purpose, it is to hold, to carry, and to store things inside of them. And not only that, but generally containers will always be at the mercy of the will of their owner. And so if I, for example, have a bottle, this object, you know, is subject to whatever I want to do with it. If I want to fill it with iced tea or water, then I can do so. And it'll only serve the purpose of being available to me because it belongs to me. But in this context, the vessels in question are us, believers, children of God. Are we willing vessels? Are we willing to be filled and used for God's purpose in the way in which he intends? So we'll read two verses. We'll start with Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. And this is in the NIV. It says, Then the Lord formed a man from the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 to 20, in the ESV, it says, Or do you know, or do you not know rather, that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought at a price. And I'm going to end it there because this particular scripture um, is. Um, it pertains to the avoidance of sexual immorality, but it does drive home the message that as believers, we have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us and our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. And so even with Genesis 2-7, if you think about how God breathed into the nostrils of man, the breath of life, he gave us life and giving us life, then he then allowed his Holy Spirit to dwell within us. And I think that these scriptures make us aware of the fact that we were created by God to be his vessels, that we may carry his spirit within us. We are God's vessels. So one thing about vessels that is quite interesting is that 
um, if you think about it in the context of an inanimate object, you know, you understand that they are not involved in the decision-making process of what happens um, to them and what contents are placed within them. They are completely at the mercy of their owners and so willingly submit to how their owner wants to use them. And so now that we have distinguished that our primary purpose as vessels, as believers of God, is to allow God to use us through his Holy Spirit in whichever way that he so pleases, the question remains, are we really willing vessels? Do we allow God to flow through us in the way and in the intensity that he wants to flow? Do we allow him to fulfill his plan on the earth through us and through our willingness to just be obedient? And are we malleable vessels willing to take on whatever shape and duty that God has set before us? Or do we pick and choose how we are or want to be used by God? Do we limit his work through us by not fully submitting and obeying what he wants to fulfill through us, his very own vessels? Are we hard, tough, and stubborn vessels who refuse to be molded into what God desires for his good works? And so if we think about it in that way and understand that we are God's vessels and we understand the principle that the creator has the ability and the right to do whatever he wants to do with his creation, then it kind of puts this whole thing into context and it makes us think and wonder whether we are fulfilling the purpose of our creation. Now, I'll move forward to um, Romans chapter 9, verse 21 and 23. And this is in the Passion Translation. And it reads as follows. Or are you denying the right of the potter to make out of clay whatever he wants? Doesn't the potter have the right to make from the same lump of clay an elegant vase or an ordinary pot? And doesn't he also have the right to release the revelation of the wealth of his glory to his vessels of mercy, whom God prepared beforehand to receive his glory. And so again, in this verse, the idea is reinstated and is emphasized that as God's own vessels, he has the right to do with us whatever he so pleases. And I know by my own experience and that of others that we have a tendency to get in God's way by thinking that it is our right to tell him how we want to be used and how we prefer to be used. And isn't that just the thing with human nature, that we think that we are the ones in control and we get to decide how this game is played, you know, that this is our show and God is just a part of it, when in actual fact it's, it's God's show. It's God's production. Even as believers, there's this entitlement we have that I can decide on the things in which God uses me in and that I am not obligated to do whatever God wants me to do because I have free will. And it tends to happen that way. You know, we tend to delay God's movement on the earth because 
we may think that we need to be comfortable first. We tend to think that it's okay to only want to work according to our own schedules and convenience. So God, I get that you want to do this right now through me and in me. I get that you want to do something in my family. I get that there's work that needs to be done, but this is a really inconvenient time. I'm not really in the mood. I prefer to just do my own thing right now. So could you please just wait? And it might not even be a conscious thing, but do you ever feel or find yourself thinking in that manner or feeling that way? You know, that it's okay to be loyal to ourselves and refuse to bend outside of our circumstances or even our personality and character. God calling you to do something that is like way out of your comfort zone, way out of your personality and character. And you might find yourself thinking, I'm not that type of person. I don't do that. So you're going to have to find another person for the job. Do you ever find yourself realizing that you're only willing to bend a certain extent? And maybe it could be that you don't believe that God could give you the ability and the strength to go as far as he requires you to go. That even in his will that may seem uncomfortable that there is still provision. Are we really willing vessels? when we need to always establish our own terms first before allowing God to do what he has come to do in our families, in our communities, in our government, through us? Are we really willing vessels when we are so hell-bent on seeing our vision manifest for our lives that we abandon the ability of being malleable so that we can carry God's vision for us instead? For his plan and purpose to manifest in the earth, he needs children who are willing to be obedient and understand how authority works, understand their place as children. But in order for him to manifest his will, the very ones that claim that, Lord, I want to be used by you. I want to be a part of your plan and purpose for this earth. I want to be a part of your strategy for this earth. And in this time and in this generation, we need to be willing first. And it tends to be areas of our lives that we are very ashamed of and embarrassed about and prefer to hide that God wants to use for his glory. Those are the very same areas in our lives that we tend to be so reluctant to submit to God that keep us from experiencing his glory in its fullness in our lives. And get this, I know we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. And God knows this. But he says that his grace is sufficient for us. And sometimes all we need to do is show up and let him know that, God, I am willing. I'm willing to be used. I'm willing to be stretched. I'm willing to be refined. I'm willing to be painfully uncomfortable for your glory. Willing. That's it. And if we go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 in the NIV, it says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. And I think that also gives us this idea that God does not expect us to be willing out of our own ability or strength. Because if you think about it, human nature um, is at the base of it sinful. And so in and of ourselves, we will always be in enmity with God and will always be resistant to his will and him working in the earth. And it is only through his Holy Spirit that we are empowered 
to even desire the things that he has for us. He gives us those desires. And so my hope for us and my prayer for us is that we allow God to help us abandon our own will and carry the vision he wants to execute in us and portray through us that we allow him to give us the courage and the strength we need to stand firm and in the gap with faith for our families, our loved ones, our community, and our government, especially in the times that we find ourselves in currently. You know that he gives us wisdom. And like the tribe of Issachar, we may always understand and discern the times and the seasons and know how to respond to them. That he may help us not to fall into the evils of this age that will cloud our ability to discern how God wants to use us in this season and in the seasons ahead. That he helps us to always be willing to present him, Christ, to his people and not ourselves, no matter what the cost. And that's a big one because it's, it's really easy to sit and say no matter what the cost, but the cost comes. And sometimes you find yourself scared and unwilling to put yourself through whatever God has laid before you to accomplish his plan and purpose. And now as we move on to um, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 to 22, I'm going to read this in the Amplified Version. I just want to make us realize that the goal is not only to be vessels who are willing, but vessels that are sanctified for God's use. It says, now in a large house, there are not only vessels and objects of gold and silver, but also vessels and objects of wood and of earthenware, and some are for honorable, noble, good use, and some for dishonorable, ignoble, and common use. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things which are dishonorable, disobedient, sinful, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, set apart for a special purpose, and useful to the master, prepared for every good work. And it ends by saying, run away from youthful lusts, pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those believers who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So this also makes us realize that there's a part in which we can play in order to be vessels that are sanctified for God's use, to be vessels of honor, that we are expected to cleanse ourselves from things that are dishonorable, disobedient, sinful, and to pursue righteousness and faith and love and peace. And it's interesting. So if you listened to um, the previous episode, episode 19 with Khalile Zang Monare, she said something about how, yes, God loves us all, and he does. But can God trust us? Can God trust you with the things he wants to do and fulfill in the earth or in the place in which you are? Can he trust you? Have you, have you proven yourself as trustworthy? And I think this is where we realize that we have a responsibility. We are expected to pursue righteousness. If you want to be vessels that are sanctified for God's use, then it is our responsibility to pursue the things that glorify God, that reflect God's nature. But if we live life recklessly and we throw caution to the wind and we don't take a moment to really look into our motives and our desires and pursue anything that feels good to the flesh, how do we expect God to use us, to even trust us? And something important to also consider is that we don't pursue righteousness and faith and love and peace out of our own strength and ability because we don't have that. 
our flesh does not crave peace and love and faith and righteousness. Those are the things of God. Those are the things of the Spirit. And so again, His Holy Spirit empowers us to desire and to pursue righteousness and love and peace and faith and to run away from disobedient, dishonorable and sinful things in order to be vessels that are sanctified for his use. But again, the question will always be, are you willing? Are you willing? And on that point, we'll look at Matthew chapter 4, verse 18, and it says, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. And at once they left their nets and followed him. It's Peter and Andrew's willingness to abandon their own will and allowing God to alter their desires and to refine their own vision for their lives. And I reckon that that is the secret to being a vessel sanctified for God's use, just the willingness to show up, the willingness to show up and to be obedient to whatever God wants you to do. And so may we be ambassadors of Christ, ambassadors of his his glory, of his love, of who he is and not of ourselves. And in every season, may we glorify him through our willingness and obedience to his will. And again, God does not expect us to do these things out of our own strength, but through the strength that he himself gives us. In all of this, in our willingness, God gives us the strength to resist the devil and his tricks that seek to turn us into dishonorable and disobedient vessels. The strength to rise above our own sinful desires because our hearts are deceitful. I pray that God helps us to be consistent in our willingness to be used by him, that we may not be discouraged by the changing times and seasons and their challenges, that we are always useful to him and prepared for every good work that he wants to accomplish in us and through us, that we may continually persistently and consistently be a generation that pursues righteousness, love and faith and peace so that even those who do not know God may come to him through us, that he gives us the strength to never grow weary of being and doing good in honor of his name. And I know that that's a big one because doing good for God in the culture that we have today is not cool. It's frowned upon. But I pray that we're always led by the Holy Spirit and not by our own fears and insecurities, our own desires and motives in all that we are called to do on the earth, that we may follow his leadership. And here's another thing about being willing vessels, that yes, the prerequisite to being a willing vessel is that you are just willing. You must have humility, be humble enough to let go of what you think is right what you deem to be the way of life. Let go of that idea, abandon it, and allow God to fill you with what he is doing. And that requires humility, seeing and recognizing the value in serving. It requires us to be servants, to be people who see the value in serving God's people in order to bring about or to see the manifestation of his purpose. And being trustworthy, and faithful, again, can 
God trusts you and having faith in his plan and his purpose, knowing that it will work out for our good and that whatever it is that we're doing will push the kingdom of God forward. It also requires us to be plugged into the source, to always be sensitive to God's voice and his instruction, to not always be clouded and occupied with things that have nothing to do with God's purpose and being drawn closer to him. And so those are things we also need to think about, things we need to take into consideration and and things we also need to prioritize in order to to be vessels that can be used to be vessels that are willing these are the prerequisites just have the faith and be willing to go wherever he wants to take you and you will see God in those places and it may not be what you have imagined it may be the furthest thing from your idea of how your life would turn out he might be calling you to leave a certain job to abandon a certain course of study he might be calling you to move to a certain place to make the acquaintance of certain people whatever it is that he's calling you to do know that if he's the one calling you there is provision there is protection and there lies the will and the purpose so be a willing vessel be willing to let go of what you think is right or what you think should be your life and take on whatever he is telling you to calling you to take on and have faith in it because he's god so yes, do it afraid. Yes, do it nervous. Yes, do it anxious. Go into it with all that, with all your baggage. It doesn't disqualify you. But your willingness alone, your willingness alone is enough. And God will meet you where you are at. So allow him to. The one thing you shouldn't be scared of is trusting God. He'll keep you and he'll sustain you in your willingness. And I believe that for myself, but I also believe it's so much for you. And that marks the end of this episode. And I hope that it was beneficial to you. I hope that you left having gained something. And I hope that it helped you. Um, the song that I'm going to recommend to you is a song by Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music. And it's called Mercy. It's a song that I only just recently, and by recently I mean yesterday, bumped into. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I've never heard the song before in my life and it's amazing. So listen to it. I'm plugging you onto it and I hope that you enjoy it. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Next week marks the last episode of the season and we still have a lot to talk about. So I hope that you and I meet again next week and I hope that you have an incredible day. Hope that you know that you are loved by me, that you are loved more by God and that your journey is safe with God. You can trust him with it. Even if he decides that you need to take a different journey or rather when you come to the realization that God is calling you to something different, you can trust him for it. So until next time, take care of yourselves and your loved ones. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>